You like it? Why did you bring this to me? You're a young woman. A young woman should have a nice dress. It's gonna look good on you. See for yourself. Thank you. I see you've been spending a lot of time with Sean. So? I think it's wonderful. Sean's a very isolated young man. Doesn't get to spend much time around people his own age. I think you should get as close to him as you can. Matthew? Hmm. Sean's nice. But what I'm doing with him is not for you, and it's not because I'm trying to use him. Of course not. But eventually, Isabel, you and Sean are going to be on opposite sides of a very large ideological divide. So, enjoy your friendship. But don't let your emotions run too deep. If you do, it'll make things more difficult later. Hmm? What things? You'll know. It doesn't match your eyes. We should take care of that. All right. Uh, what's up, y'all? We back again in a place to be with the 4,400 folks you must know. Uh, <laughs> it is me, your co-host, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Blurred. I got with me like I do every episode. But at this point, unless you're brand new, you should be able to say it your damn self. Who we got with us today? <laughs> <laughs> it's it's uh, Robert, Robert J, Robert Jeffrey, however you want to, you know, me in these streets, in these, <laughs> these permiocin laced streets. Oh, Lord. <laughs> the yeah. yellow light. Um, but yeah, yeah. Now, Robert Jeffrey, uh, co host of the greatest. <laughs> Single in forty four hundred podcasts hey, hey, on all these networks, but you know, once this, once the series pops up, you mm-hmm. know the reboot. I'm pretty sure there's going to be a couple of them popping. You know, yeah, because it's because yeah. you'll have you know the the returning folks, but then also this this new like fandom, mm-hmm. and it always it always happens. So, mm-hmm. um, but yeah, yeah, we're we're holding it down for the original have been for years, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm okay. So speaking of the reboot, I I haven't personally seen any images or anything. I just know it's coming. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid that we're going to get a Gossip Girl reboot. Uh... Um, for those of you out there who don't understand, I went through and watched the first maybe four or five seasons of Gossip Girl because it was uh, along the same lines of a book that I was writing. Um, they did a reboot. The reboot just hit HBO Max at the time of this recording, maybe a week ago, I think, maybe this week. And it is very much CW with like maybe a bit more sex scenes. I mm-hmm. don't like it. So I hope the 4400 is not CW ish, the reboot. You know, it's so it's funny. Um, I'm looking, so I, you know, I just did a little bit of research, and it seems like they're pushing really fast fast ahead with this they they're mm. casting roles uh mm. we got a little bit of like synopsis okay you know, a little bit of the synopsis and the plot and um there was also a promotional image i think we talked about this last time where it was mm-hmm. like 4400 people uh shaped in the sh- um the shape of 4400 mm. so i think we might start seeing something mm-hmm. for this um by the end of this summer 
if this is going to be a fall pickup or something that you know comes in oh. um beginning of the beginning of next year. Yeah. Uh, and if and if you're up for doing the re, I mean, I'm I'm hey. up for doing doing that. I mean, for hey, what's what's hey, what's up? <laughs> yeah. Ah. Yeah. They but, got um, black niggas. Exactly. And the thing I'm saying is like it's people of color. Yeah, for it's sure. It's just like and they said uh and it's and it's following the same mm. You know, set up as the original one. People pick, you know, abducted over over a period of time, mm-hmm. and then brought back and just dropped into this world. So, uh, hey, you know, we might be we, they they might just be giving us what we've wanted in terms Yay. of just CWFI in it. But what, you know, who knows? You know, who yeah, knows? yeah. But I mean, yeah, at the very least, the cast does look very colorful. The mm-hmm. five regulars I'm seeing, so. Yeah. There's there's that man. I don't know. So yeah, I'm, I'm they might I'm have me on board just yet. Shit. Yeah. So good, 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 good. Yeah, I'm okay. I'm willing to see what they what they dealing with. Um, yeah, so we made it season three. We're in the third mm-hmm. episode. This episode is titled Um Being Tom Baldwin. Now <laughs> The worst thing you can be, no. <laughs> so I was wondering what how, I wanted to see your face when you read the title of this episode. This was some shit. But see, the funny thing is, and and this isn't even intentional. And I'll, as we go through the episode, listeners, you'll understand why. I normally wait until we're going to record before I watch an episode, but I do let it start. I didn't do that with this episode. And I also didn't read the episode. I didn't read the title. I didn't read the description. And there's nothing that told me, like, oh, I want to save this. I just didn't do it until the episode was over, which I'm happy because it would have spoiled what the hell was going on. But they still fuck Tom all day. But this was an interesting character study. I don't know. This was interesting. it was, no, no, like it just it, wasn't. We called it, it what it was off off air. This is a filler episode. Yeah, they they was like episode three for this but, thirteen episode like, this season. We need a filler early. immediately. This is early for a filler. Like, why would you wait? Why exactly. would you give us this two part juggernaut Kool Aid right. man through the front door and then be like, ah, oh, they said God. we gotta slow this down. We gotta slow this way down. No, this is I a filler. Suppose. Um, no character development and the worst synopsis <laughs> ever, bro. I was like, you know, for me, for the people listening to this, you know, I'm I'm the I've seen it, I didn't see it when it originally ran, but I watched it on DVD, like when people were still watching DVDs, right? <laughs> so, um, picked up the four seasons, loved it, watched it, you know, watched it a couple times, but it's been a minute since I've seen it, so. A lot of some of this stuff is new to me, so I didn't, you know, I don't remember the succession of episodes like what mm-hmm. happened mm-hmm. here, unless it was like something really big. Yeah. So <laughs> they put up the worst synopsis, hey. and, it, and I would have been surprised if this had happened because I did not remember this happening. But whoever wrote the um, the summary, the two yeah. sentence summary for this episode yeah. at Netflix or at CBS or whatever you want to call mm-hmm. it, um, they were they just said fuck off. Yeah. We just gonna let you know what's going to everything. I was like, yeah. <laughs> and so watching this, I was actually proud of myself because I caught it before, and I was like, "Are they just acting so terribly, or am mm-hmm. I good at this? Because this is not, <laughs> this is not it." Um, yeah. 
Yeah. Oh my God. Okay. So use the hashtag AL4400 when you're listening mm-hmm. to this episode. Share your thoughts there. Any questions we ask, please answer them there or ask your own questions. Um, TJ Kim is murdered and Tom is accused of committing the murder. Sean and Isabel grow. Grow, grow close. I'm sorry. Is that what the kids call it these days? <laughs> that, I'm gonna tell y'all right now. I didn't like this episode. I, I like pieces of it, but the pieces of it were not big enough to be like, ah, uh, no. I, I have thoughts. I have thoughts. Um. Yeah. What's what's your general like the episode? How do you feel about it? As a whole? I mean, for me, it like it just it it was a filler episode, and it was like all right. I mm. didn't like it or hate it. It was just there, mm. um, and sometimes that's kind of the worst way to feel about something. Yeah, like at least if you hate it, you're just like, Ugh, there's emotions. Mm. If you love it, of course there's emotions. When it's kind mm. of middle of the road, it's just like. I got up and ate a hamburger while oh. standing in the background. Now, I mean, for me, I didn't do that because I was taking notes. But, you know, this is the type of episode that you play on a weekend when you're cleaning the house. Yes, absolutely. Yep. Yeah. So, yeah. And, and one of the things that, and this is still not a product of the 90s, because you remember in the 90s when they had syndicated shows, mm-hmm. they would have like 22 to 24 episodes, you know, episode right, right, seasons. Right. And there mm-hmm. were a lot of episodes that you could clean your house to. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of bad when you have a 10 episode season or 13 and you have those episodes like you because you're working with a com- compressed amount of time. Yes. You want all of them to hit. And for some mm-hmm. reason, this just didn't hit like it should have. So mm-hmm. that's those are my general vibes of it. It's just there. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. I agree. I think it had potential, but yeah, no, it it, yeah. it didn't. It didn't. It didn't land. Um, I I don't even know where to. I mean, of course, start at the beginning, but like, what yeah. the hell? Yeah, we can we can roll through like we normally do. Um, so yeah, I'll kick it off. Um, we see Tom going to visit TJ Kim at Intac because this is directly following up after they arrested her in the second mm-hmm. episode. So, yeah. um, she he. Turns in his gun. He turns in his clips. His extra gun clip goes in to interview TJ, and she, you know she's like, you know, talking back. You know, not talking back, but you know she's in prison orange, and then that that's that. So then they they do this like quick cut thing, you know, because it's it always that's how it always happens before they get mm-hmm. to the melodic <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. intro song, mm-hmm. um, which is still banging to this day. But um, <laughs> they show Diana going to visit Dr. Burkoff. Um, he's having headaches because he's still, you know, subjecting himself to the permiancin shots mm-hmm. and because he wants to, his body to naturally create the same abilities that the 400, the 4,400 are, are doing. And then also like he's, he likes the side effects of like migraines. He can't see the light mm-hmm. is affecting his eyes mm-hmm. and he's actually doubling his doses Oof. without telling Diana. Um, mm-hmm. And but one of the things that he does say, which is when it's kind of my one of my favorite lines, is like you know we're in an arms race to develop mm-hmm. myosin to mm-hmm. give non forty four hundred abilities. <laughs> and if anything, but that was my wife responding. She said she's like humans are garbage. Yeah, <laughs> it's just like they are. Yeah, 
Um, <laughs> so, uh, any thoughts about these two? Because we're about to get to your favorite part. Ugh, of the good Lord. First of all, fuck Tom. Um, but I thought it, and I know it lends itself to the reveal later, but yeah. the way they shot his scene was so, mm-hmm. it felt so wrong. Yeah. And not wrong, like this is the wrong way to shoot a show. Just wrong that nothing else was shot like this before. Like mm-hmm. the, the the camera, the shaky way, the way, he, I don't know, it's just, I didn't like it. But maybe that was mm-hmm. the intended effect, so I'm not even going to hold him up there. Yeah. Um, Diana and the Doctor is actually, I really enjoyed this storyline. I'm, I'm yeah. trying to figure out where is it? Like, I understand chronologically where we are, but like how it fits into this larger narrative. Like, when are you you know, kind of stepping away from your life to help him. And I don't know, I just like, it feels like that could be a movie in and of itself. Their yeah. interactions, so I do like that. Um, I really honestly think that this is one of the better storylines so far. Yeah. And Because now with him, like he said, this is an arms race. Mm-hmm. I want to know, you know, this is an arms race, and it is... Of course, humans are going to try to figure out how to make other humans 4400, but mm-hmm. you are a 4400 and you are giving yourself these secondary mutations. So I'm like, you know, even though you're kind of trying to get ahead of the problem, are you, you know, advancing the problem? You know what I'm saying? Like, are you? Because yeah. what happens when somebody finds your research? Because mm-hmm. they know who you are, you know? So I really, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that part of it. Not mm-hmm. Tom, though. Well, they, I mean, it's, it's one of those things that, you know, they're doing what other people are doing. And that's basically what he says. He's like, you don't think we're the only ones doing this. Right. So we might as well try to level the playing field as, as much as we can. Um, but it begs the question, should you be doing it in the first place? But mm-hmm. you know, that that's mm-hmm. science. I mean, <laughs> should we have made the atom bomb? Um, but, you know, it's those hypothetical questions that science fiction deals with pretty well. So, mm-hmm. um so after that, we see Isabel. I thought she was trying to walk on water. But, Man, um, me too. She, I was just like, y'all need to stop with the biblical allegories in this hey. show because like, y'all are killing me. Um, but she, we see her walking into the water. She walks into a lake, and then she just drowns. And for <laughs> I thought of you because you said when she had killed her, when she attempted to commit suicide in the first episode, mm-hmm. she was traumatizing people by doing it so publicly. Yes. Um, and I think once again, because I forgot that this was this was not her trying to kill herself. I thought she was trying to kill herself. I and did then, too. And then she traumatizes the fisherman, and it, like the fisherman reaches out. But at least in that case, maybe yeah. like in the forty four hundred, somebody walked away and didn't see her awake. He actually saw her like get up, and, yeah, you know, and all that. And you know, he just about had a heart attack, yes. And she, so we don't get to the reason as to what it's just like a shocking open. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they cut back to Tom talking to TJ and says, Is that all the information that you gave them? Because basically, he went in there to go over her statement, mm-hmm. and she was like, I've already given you everything that I got, I don't have anything else more to say. And then Tom pulls out a gun with the silencer and just shoots her in the head and wipes the prints off the gun and then walks out. And then and then you get the the theme song or whatever. But yeah. So between Isabel in the in the lake and this, like any 
thoughts about each. This was a lot. This was yeah. a fucking lot. This was a lot. First mm-hmm. of all, I'm sick of Isabel. I'm 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 <laughs> sick. Of, actually, I'm I am irritated with her, but I'm sick of all the people around her. Y'all know this is a fucking one year old child. Yeah. Why are we not doing better at keeping tabs on her? Mm-hmm. Oh my god! And then this Tom shit. I just. Why are you wiping this gun? That you did it. You did exactly. It. And are exactly. you gonna leave the gun there? Like, why are you? What is the point? You're I don't ca- know. You're on camera walking into the room, and there might there should be cameras in the room because hey. this is this is not a typical. Right. I, I'm trying to think. Okay, so in most police stations, there are cameras there to interview the per. You know the whatever happens, the interviews yeah. or the interrogations. Sometimes in government buildings, and like I said, if anybody's listening to this and correct me, let me know because I, you know, I, I don't know shit sometimes. Yeah. But um, there, at least the way it's portrayed, sometimes it's like this reminded me of being a black site where mm. they do off the books interviews or whatever. So mm. maybe there isn't a camera, but either way, there was no reason for him to wipe down. No, I understand the silencer because the silencer. You need to mute the you know mute the sounds right, so you have right. time to you know yeah. kill and then leave. Mm-hmm. But when he um when he just wiped it down, I just didn't understand that at all, um, which is really weird. But yeah, yeah. So we get the double whammy and we see the credits roll, and then they cut back to intact, and everybody's like, "Oh shit, everything." Canceled. No. No, what everybody said was, hey, y'all, we got these um, jackets. Everybody got the same. We got merch. That's what they, they said. No, they got the variant jackets. They got the variant jackets from Oh, Loki. yes. Yeah. <laughs> TVA. Yes. TVA. Yes. Damn it. They were wearing the windbreakers. Everybody put them on. It was like, before we go on the raid, we got to put on these windbreakers. So they didn't know we're coming. Shit. Actually, I want now I want an intact jacket. Hey, I want a varsity one. I want a thick, heavy one for the winter. I want me a varsity intact jacket. Yeah. Yeah, but no, they uh so because they found TJ's body, uh rest up rest in peace, RIP to TJ Kim. Um she they're you know, they're on the hunt. And then mm-hmm. Diana comes in after, you know, going to give, you know, crack cocaine to uh the doctor. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yes. After helping somebody with an addiction. Oh um, god. They um they said that the video shows that he went in there when he came out, she was dead. Um Diana wants to be the one to bring him in. And so, but she also starts throwing out suggestions like maybe it was TJ Kim who did it, but they were like, No, we negated her abilities. But how? <laughs> well, no, remember that I thought they did have a suppressant for for the abilities. I, okay. I'm just saying. Okay, yeah, yeah. no, you might be right, but still. Yeah, I mean, it's been like it's been a minute since we've done yeah, the podcast. Yeah, so. yeah, you're right. You're right. right. Okay, I mean, I'll take that back. They don't, this, they, they don't make no black lightning mistakes on this show. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> like 500 plot threads hanging, and they're like, bro, screw it. Right. to you, fans. Right. Um, it happens. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, we're not making up shit here. Um, <laughs> so, um, I'm never getting to write it out with CW, right? Okay. Man. Um, sad thing is, I would love to write for the reboot. <laughs> for ah. the reboot. <laughs> um, but anyway, so then after that, so Diana goes and she's like, she'll be the one to bring him in. And that's the worst call for the chief to make. Um, Jarvis is like, you know what? Go ahead. <laughs> you do it. I'm just like, that, why? Yeah. 
Mm. Yeah, I mean that that's definitely the Hollywood, you know, that whatever that's you know, the script calls for it, I guess. Yeah. But um Sean and Isabel in the next scene, um, she's sitting on the side of the lake, like wrapped up cold and um did somebody call uh was it an ambulance behind behind them or something? I can't I can't remember. Either way, Sean is there, somebody's called him, and she admits that she was trying to swim. Um, and I got thoughts about this. I'll let you go first because you might actually, you might actually, we might be on the same page with, with what happened. This wasn't smart. Um, you weren't trying to swim, um, because babies inherently know how to swim. Like you throw a baby in the water and they rise to the occasion. They know how to swim. I can see the argument made for like, she's in a whole different body, but, I, you didn't do anything. You laid there. So that's whatever. Um, I don't like her wig. Um, <laughs> it's something about this that's really like, because I feel like they're treating her like she's a white woman. Like, oh, I could just get my hair wet, get in the water. And she's mm-hmm. not even, this actress, is she biracial? Cause I don't know. She's not the type of biracial that they're looking at that's like, no you know, loose curls and shit like this. I mean, I don't know, whatever. This is weird. Um, I don't like, I have to manage my expectations um, because I'm, I'm thinking like there's so many other things that could have happened. And why are there no other prominent women in the 4,400 or who serve a more um, um, advisory council member type role? Because there's no reason for Sean to be, I don't know. Just so it feels like he doesn't have a good track record with women, and he doesn't have a good track record with like doing shit on his own. Um, also, where the fuck is she? So, like, how far away from uh, the forty four hundred center are we that you are now, like, in this? I just don't. I don't like any of this. I don't feel yeah. like any thought was really put into this past. Older, oh, the same age. They're going to be tension there. Because mm-hmm. even the shit that Matthew says later to her, I'm like, where are you getting this from? What are you talking about? Yeah, and that's a, that's a, it, it's a lot of it doesn't make any sense, especially like we, when we get to Matthew. The word I just keep describing him as a skeevy. Yeah, like, predator. He, yeah, he's a predator. Like he's a Chris Hansen um, subject. <laughs> oh my god. Um. Mm-hmm. So the thing that kind of gets me about this is they've already suggested that she has read all of these books, you know, she's, she is super smart. We already established that in the set first or second season, she was popping off. Like she was in new Jack city, yeah. um, shooting people and, or calling <laughs> whatever, uh, you know, the part where Nino Brown yes. held the child as a shield. Yes. That was her. No, she, she, was Nino she Brown. held Nino Brown as a shield. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, uh, this whole thing of them infantizing her, is getting on my nerves and I don't understand. I don't, I don't really understand. Like the first time I watched it, I just didn't pick up on it. And also I think the only thing I picked up on was the, was the acting which wasn't the best, <laughs> but the, the thing with her is that is, and this is not on her. This is the writing. This is the direction yeah, she's sure. being given sure. is that they're making her, she's acting like a child, but there are moments where she has these, this vibe of like, I understand. You know, mm-hmm. I get this. Mm-hmm. I get this. And when they have her doing stuff like this, it's like we're supposed to be like, oh, okay, she's just trying to learn. But you're like, you just established that she's probably 
I hate to say this, she's like in a messiah-like figure, but she can't yep. swim. So yeah. and that and that was kind of weird. So mm -hmm. um, and if you and I understand they'll probably somebody will come back and say, Well, there's a difference between reading about swimming and understanding it mm, and doing it. And I'm no. just like, this motherfucker can change her eyes. Yo, <laughs> can't tell you, me. You, <laughs> like, she didn't even do the basic motions of swimming. Like when you're drowning, like you, you fam. That's what I'm saying. Like it would have been better if she just walked on water then. Like, cause what are you right. doing? Yeah, like she could have said, I read this, I read this book called the Bible, and this man walked on water. And hey, just, that like, honestly would have been better. That actually would have been better because like then you're really playing her up. You're on the mm -hmm. nose as a messiah-like figure mm -hmm. that she's supposed to be. So, anyway, so that <laughs> seems questionable. But terrible. um it was just it, it was crazy. Um, so after that, um, they I think the scene that they show is Richard, Richard and Isabel talking about um, laying Lily her ashes to rest. And to be honest with you, the, mm -hmm. the last on-screen appearance of the actress who played Yo. her was the picture that they had, and um, and he doesn't really. And she she was asking like, "Do you want me to come?" and he says, I don't think you're ready to leave the center, which I guess is understandable, but then also because there's going to be a lot of questions. Mm -hmm. uh, what happened to your baby? <laughs> you know, when he goes yeah. to the grocery store, like, yeah. Um, but the other part of that was he wants to be alone with Lily when he, you know, takes her ashes to her final resting place. Um, uh, that's kind of all that I really got from that. Um, I didn't care for the scene. I don't like her, like you said, them the way that they're making her so mm -hmm. childlike. I'm yeah. good with yeah, you can't have both. You can't have both. Either she doesn't understand or she does. Mm -hmm. And this scene, I mean, it was actually wasn't a terrible scene, but the whole time I'm thinking, where what Lily has another fucking daughter. She has yeah. an ex-husband. Yeah. Where are mm -hmm. they? Like, even if we don't introduce older white daughter, well, young white daughter to a grown mixed daughter, fine, but like you cannot go and dump her ashes and then I just forget that she has a whole nother family. Mm -hmm. Even if they're not fucking with her, like we made strides towards like her her biological, biological, her first daughter came to the 4400 Center, like to find yeah. her, to learn, man. Mm -hmm. So I'm, I'm hoping that that gets addressed. But if it doesn't with this season, I'm really going to be pissed. Like, yeah. you can't just retcon them away. Yeah, I think um, we're, when we come to the part with Richard and, and Lily's remains, you know, there were a couple of thoughts I had about that. Um, mm. the, and, it and it taps into what you just said. Mm. Um, but after, after they have their conversation, uh, we see... <laughs> The I wanted to see if you picked up on this. They cut to um, Tom's house, yep. and Diana goes in, and you know I guess it's supposed to be a funny moment, but he's like he's taking a shower. He got out of the shower, and then mm -hmm. you know she comes in to with her windbreaker mm -hmm. to um, <laughs> to take him in, and yeah. that's when she explains to him that you know all these people saw you come in, um, go to talk to TJ Kim, and then when they, you left, she was dead. So mm -hmm. your one plus one equals Tom the murderer. And the best part about this is Tom is like, oh, okay, well, let me put my clothes on. And uh, Diana's talking to him from the other room. And I wrote, Tom got ghost. He jumped out the window. Unless he just carried his wallet and his keys into the house. 
Um, he just I, goes, mean, I mean, for the second story, let's just say he, that's how prepared he go, he comes. But um, then after, as he's driving away, he gets into his car, drives away. We see this kid. He's, he's not a kid. He's a, he's probably like in his twenties. We see this young guy mm. in the car, in the like watching his house, mm-hmm. and he gets on the phone and says something like about, you know, they sent intact came to pick him up, so I couldn't I couldn't get to him. You know, this and that, this and that. And then he drives away, but they give his name and his abduction date. His name is Boyd Gelder. Mm-hmm. And he was abducted in 2000. So only like three years before um, everybody came back. Yeah. So, so you know, he's connected to this, you know, episode somehow. Um, the biggest thing I took from this was that apparently they remodeled the heck out of his house because mm-hmm. they... That is not the same house from the first two seasons, mm. um, at least that I at least that I remember. So, um, <clears throat> anything about this? Are you good? Um, first of all, and this is very petty, but you have a mirror that is maybe the width of your shoulders. Why would you only wipe off half of that? You just got <laughs> the shot. Just wipe off the whole fucking mirror. I get they set that up so that like Diana could walk in and you could be yeah. like, oh, who is that? But mm-hmm. I called it from like the beginning, like, soon as this scene happened, mm-hmm. I was like, either I am really good at this, or I'm just looking at a dated show where this would have been interesting or shocking when it aired, but I was like, mm-hmm. what the fuck is this? Also, like you, soon as he shut that door, I said, he's gone! Like, why would you think he's still gonna, like, y'all are partners, yeah, you're not gonna see him naked, but, mm-hmm. like, what is it to say, hand me some draws? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, She's stupid, and this is exactly why she shouldn't have went there by her goddamn self. <laughs> right? How <laughs> you should have gone in there with the like a uh, the SWAT team, intact team, whatever. But um, yeah, it was outside of something. Yeah, it was weird. Um, so after that, <laughs> Diana is getting a dressing down by the chief <laughs> by Jarvis. Good. Um, he is now a fugitive. Um, and Tom. Tom actually does some baller stuff. He calls and apologizes for becoming a fugitive. Yes, which is hilarious. yes, yes. Um, but he's he's like, I'll find, um, I'll find you know what happened on my own because if I come in, then y'all are going to arrest me. And one of the things my wife did point out was this really seemed out of character mm-hmm. for him. But it was one of those things where we kind of we you know we kind of talked it out a little bit. It was funny because I thought that since he did what he did for his son mm-hmm. that Tom has been kind of on a whole F the government type of deal, you know, mm-hmm. for a minute. But mm-hmm. the more I thought about it, I was just like, but this is your partner. You right. got ghosts well. on your partner. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. it just seemed, and like after this relationship that has been building up, you know, between the two of them uh, to the point where they're, they're now closer than where they were yep. way in the first episode when he mm-hmm. was like, I don't want no scientists or no, 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 yep. no, it was either vice versa. I can't remember who had yep. the issue with who, but um, they've come a long way, so for him to just jump out the window and not mm-hmm. trust his partner, which it was weird, it was very yeah. weird. And th- with this scene, I don't understand why Jarvis did not make Diana put that on speakerphone. Like, why would you not? Like, I she tells you this, you keep Tom, trusting him, He's and I'm like, her. what are yeah. you doing? Like, I would have <laughs> snatched that phone from her and said, like, I still let you talk, but I'm gonna tell him, motherfucker, you better come in. Like, that was weird. <laughs> yeah, it was. There, there were a couple. Of, there were definitely th- liberties taken to, you know, to 
move the plot along yeah, or whatever in that way put it. Mm. But um <laughs> when Marco when he she goes to talk to Marco about it, Marco <laughs> says something to the effect of like um he was like, you know, your part he says something that suggests he's like your partner is guilty, so yeah. stop tripping. And I said, yeah. I wrote down, damn, Marco. Um, he wasn't feeling it at all. He was like, I'm not in the uh, Marco, I'm not in the Tom camp, but she convinces him to go at least check out the tapes when they go to the apparently the tapes guy. The, ta the, the guy is like, Marco, you just came to me and asked me for all the tapes from that day. And Marco's like, that wasn't me. So you're laying the framework, you know, you're. You, you have another example of yeah. another person, you know, doing something that they weren't supposed to be doing or whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but my biggest thing is, was like, why didn't they go and tell Jarvis after this? Right away. I mean, <laughs> right immediately. Away. Something that weird is that. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah, what, what were your thoughts? I mean, was no, that I it? hated it. I hated it. I hated it because I felt like this is where I say this was they really squandered this episode yeah. because for me, I don't care if it's 2001 or 2021, when you are faced with 4,400, anything is possible. This kills me about any property where there's magic involved, where there's a mystical science fiction world, and then you see people flying and people are like, oh, how the hell that happened? What the fuck <laughs> do you mean? They're dragons that breathe ice. There's fucking cats that can talk. We want to be hung up because people can fly. So that's one of these situations where it was like, soon as you got, like, how are you not even, how are you as a company not anticipating these problems? Right. Like Once the 4400 came back, you can easily look in the comic book. You can use your imagination. Well, what do we right. do if a motherfucker can control the earth? What do we do mm -hmm. if they can shoot nails from their hands? Mm -hmm. What do we do? And like to yeah. have to rely on the 4400 Center for their database and you don't have one, it's like all of this feels irresponsible. Exactly. Right. This they is terrible. They went to the 4400 for Cerebro. <laughs> right. like, they could be lying to you. What do you It's It's such a terrible, it's <sighs> terrible. I, I was like, I, I was like, like yeah, for ahead. them to yeah for them to immediately jump to the fact that I understand the evidence shows that Tom was the one that went into the room mm. and they came out you know that there's all that's always a you know simplest explanation yeah um, but once again you live in a world where they had a serial killer <sighs> putting putting the power of suggestion in people to walk into like to walk into traffic or to kill another person. Like you, you've already established that this is happening. So, like, like you said, um, and the fact that once again they didn't go and talk to her about it oh was God. really weird. One other thing, this is kind of a, connected to what you said. There's a yeah. author who I his books, um, his author that the, I read these books by this guy named Jonathan Mayberry, and he has a series um, focused on a character called Joe Ledger, and it's like think of Seal Team Six. Or Rainbow Six mm -hmm. meets X Files, mm, so okay. they it's a really good series. They they deal with um, you know like really like dark science, weird science type of stuff, mm -hmm. like dragons and zombies in our real world, you know. Okay. And then also uh, some new supernatural stuff. But one of the things that Joe Ledger, the character, does, the organization that he works for, they will seek out people in their world who write science fiction stories mm. to to tap their minds yeah. like a think tank. 
you know, yeah. for information, you know, and it's, and it was one of the smartest things that I ever heard because it was just like, why not go to these people mm-hmm. and say, Hey, like, we know you're making these worlds up, but this is the world that we live in now. So y'all yeah. are like our foremost experts when it comes to this stuff. Yes. That makes so, sense. So like, you, you know, like you just said, I, and I always thought it was a smart thing for um, Mayberry to do, but if you get a chance, check out this stuff. It's, it's actually yeah. pretty, like 24, that's what it is. It's like 24 meets X-Files. Okay, so. and I, I wrote all that down, so I'm definitely going to look that up later. Yeah, yeah. I'm good, 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 good. Kudos, kudos to, to Jonathan for getting that shit right, where <laughs> they, they clearly failed on this show. I don't know, I just, yeah. it, it, it just pissed me off. It really did. Yeah, kind of, it's, 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 it's they not, they're not on their A-game for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, A-game, am I, yep. you know, whatever. It's that I, accent. <laughs> really weird accent, <laughs> but um, so after that, they um, it's Sean and Isabel again. Um, he is holding her up, like you, you know, from from they're in the pool, and he's holding her up so she can like wade in the water. Is that what she's trying to do? Yeah. Okay. And so as they do this. Sean is like, the water's cold. And then Isabel says, I can make this warmer. And then you see this, like, top, there's a top-down shot of the two of them in the water. And this aura comes out from out from her. Mm-hmm. And he says, how did you do that? And she was like, well, um, no, he says, he, he's wondering how she did that. But he's like, she she says something to the effect, it was like, well, I can you know do that and a few other things. And he's like, well, I can only do one thing. She's like, well, I can do, I can do a lot. So once again, another suggestion that, this this character can do everything, just like every damn ability. I hate it. And the um, yeah, yeah. I was gonna. So you okay, so it. you weren't feeling this too it. much. First of all, why is she in this two piece? Again, I feel like women can do whatever the fuck they want. But if right. this is a one year old child and she don't know what a bathing suit is, but you introduced this to her. Why is she right. in this two piece bathing suit? Like what? It, it feels like who is this for? Am I mm-hmm. supposed to empathize with like I, I just it feels creepy that you have her doing this like baby talk type shit, mm-hmm. but also like put her in two piece. Yeah, like yeah. what what was and I'm not saying put her in a fucking you know bodysuit, but like a one piece fucking green, because that seems to be her color, green <laughs> fucking baby. Like something and that may not have solved it, but something about this scene feels so and I in I'm not mad at Sean per se because I feel like it's the show. It's not mm-hmm. really, really Sean. It's the show, but like they're handling her so wrong. Mm-hmm. Because again, if I'm teaching you how to swim, you're doing exactly what you were doing in this pool that you were doing in the fucking lake. You're just on your yeah. back instead of your stomach. Like, I don't know. I don't know. I, something is wrong. Something is very wrong. Yeah, it's um, it's it's really weird when it mm-hmm. when it comes to the two of them specifically yeah. so we um follow that up with another relationship uh sean and isabella's relationship is in the bloom in blooming stages Ugh. but um a Alana, alana and tom um alana is at her um this is when she's at the her gallery her gallery right so she's at the gallery with her assistant they're closing down and then in my mind uh this guy looked like strung out tom like he's acting <laughs> fidgety. Like he's standing. He's in the back of the store. He's like, "Yo, Alana, yeah, Yo, Alana, come yeah. here, yo." Um, it was the weirdest thing. Yeah, and that was one of the things I did like is that they did have the actor who plays Tom mm-hmm. like 
do the mannerisms of what who he is revealed to actually be. Yeah. Um, but he seems like he kind of seems like another person. So mm-hmm. now I will I will give him that. Um, so and he didn't have on a hat either. So exactly. <laughs> well, oh, yeah. there's okay. So I, the way that we when we get to that, I'm I'm tripping. So anyways, um, so he shows up. The real Tom, who is like still investigating, he's on the street. He's actually parked down the street from his um, his wife's, I guess, because they, yeah, they're married now. Um, yeah. From the gallery, and he calls her up on the cell phone while she's looking at uh, other Tom, and says, "Hey, you know, the intact is looking for me. They suspected I murdered a suspect." And then she's like, "Well, no, I'm looking at you right now. Who is this?" And then Tom is like, "You know, get out of there." And he says something that convinces her. And then the guy, the strung out Tom, who's there in the gallery where they're trying to grab her mm-hmm. and uh, her assistant comes up um, and, you know, pushes him away. Which, and well, I mean, that I mean, that I was like, OK, I mean, that at least somebody was there to help. You know, yeah, man, was, his little ass man, Tom would have folded him <laughs> like a fucking. Well, remember, this is other Tom. This is, this yeah, is other Tom. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, the best right. that this other Tom can do is like, shoot. Like he can't, oh, he can't he throw, can he can't throw fists. <laughs> he, we, oh, but he could. We know he could shoot. Yeah, he he yeah. got he a marksman. <laughs> he he was like he was anyways. But uh, gets into the fight. A uh, real Tom comes in, chases the bad Tom into the alley. Why would you and, do that? <laughs> what? Why would you do that? Why would you oh. put distance between? I'm sorry. Go ahead. You know, no, you're I'm, fine. You're fine. Chases him into the alley, and then when Tom gets out there, he sees the same kid again, or this, you know, this 20 year old Boyd. And boy, and he's like, "Did you see somebody run out here?" And then Boyd's like, "I ain't seen you shit." And yeah. um, and then he just walks away with his hands in his pocket. And so when they come back from the commercial, um. This is the weirdest place to put this explanation. Yeah. Because uh, they give an explanation now of what's happening. Because now you have people who have actually seen this happen. You see Alana and her assistant have mm-hmm. seen somebody who looks like the dude who, the dude who looks like a dude playing a dude, you know, whatever. Yeah. The Robert <laughs> yeah. for people, Tropic Thunder reference. Um, mm-hmm. And what Tom says is that this guy is projecting a form of optical illusion. Now, the reason I actually, okay, so the the bad part is how he is a non-science dude of this relationship between him with him and Diana. And it would have sounded more natural coming out of Diana's mouth because I was like, Tom, were you just reading about this like a week ago? So it didn't sound right coming out of his mouth, but the explanation no, because for me, when it comes to shape shifting, um, I it it really does bore me when you mm-hmm. have people who are like shapeshifters, but they got to change clothes. You yeah, know, like that's, a, that's and then but then you also have the shapeshifters who can completely change, mm-hmm. you know, their bodies, and then also, you know, sometimes you just gotta let it go. I, I prefer yeah. a full body shapeshifting versus somebody who is just like butt ass naked. Yeah, and same. then having to put on clothes. But in this case, I like the the explanation that they gave because the guy is just messing with your what you see. And that that I kind of got behind, but it, it sounds like you didn't. Like, what, what were you feeling? No, no, no. I got behind that. Yeah. But my thing, like you, was how the fuck do you know this? <laughs> exactly. That's what pissed me off because it was like nobody <laughs> official is saying this. That's not like through our findings, such and such. Is it because the kid was like the young guy was a short, fatter guy? Like there, there's, there's nothing that like, there's nothing that you just now 
knowing this is a thing, yeah. nothing suggests, oh, of course, we looked that up in a 4400 database. Somebody could do <laughs> right. like it's not, it would have made more sense to me if he would have said, oh, this nigga can shape shift. Right. And then if he later, said that, right. Yeah. yeah. They would have gotten a more in depth explanation, but like he's standing in the alleyway, like hopped up on, um, yeah. Yes. You know, I, was, I would say amphetamine. No, he's uh, adrenaline. Yeah. And uh, he was like, oh, it's uh, optical camouflage. Da, 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 da. I, and I was just I'm like, not... I was like, this shit don't sound natural coming from you. Where's Diana at? And you've and never, you... we've never, oh, we've <laughs> never, never talked about this before. Yeah. Like for him being the non sciencey guy, mm -hmm. it, like you said, shape shifting. He, he says, I think he's a shape shifter. And then yeah. he says, I don't know exactly how he does it. But maybe Diana will tell me that in the next scene. You know, yeah, that type of shit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but oh my God. It, it, <sighs> yeah. It was it wasn't the best. It wasn't the best. So I'm sorry. I, Alana was pissing me off this episode too. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna stop. <laughs> but no, I'm like, no, you can be real. You can be real. Damn. You and I'm I'm no, I'm gonna save this for another scene because it's something I feel like like why didn't you do X? Like, yeah. but but yeah, so let's we let's go. <laughs> Okay, so next thing after this is Tom and Sean. Um, Tom actually now goes to Sean for help because he, you know, the, the fans ain't going to look for him at Intact, um, which is weird because I think that would have been one of the places they would have gone to. But it, seems mean... like, but it seems like now Intact is like, you know, the, the Vatican City where it's like its own little city, I mean, long yes. little country yes. or whatever has its own sovereignty or whatever. Yeah. I'm sorry if that's wrong. Ge but I geography, know yeah, me with my history major, <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, it seems like nobody can go to Intact, you know, or whatever. But he's there, he goes to Sean for help. Sean says he'll give him access to the database for the 4400 abilities uh, because he has nowhere else to get it from. And then also, one of the things that I liked about the scene, I told you this is something I, I don't think I ever kind of let go of when it comes to this original series, is he calls uh -huh. him Uncle Tommy. Yeah. Um, and it's always like the sense of family mm -hmm. that even with all the BS that they deal with, because they're literally on opposite sides of the this battle yeah. that's brewing. He's still like, that's my family. So yeah. and he was like, You want to chill? You I mean you get the couch? Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, I did like that. I did like that. Yeah, so I thought that was I thought that was cool. Um and the scene after that is Diana and um Pookie from New Jack City again. Um, Diana's worried about uh, Dr. Burkhoff's health, and he he's like, and she wants to stop the experiments, and then he's like, let me show you something, and then he stabs himself with a scalpel, <laughs> wipes off the blood, and then shows that his hand heals, the top of his hand heals up. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So he is, he's slowly but surely I don't know if that's the only ability he'll have, but I can't remember. But I, that's he—he he has an ability now. Yeah, I mean, this is de developing. So yeah, yeah, I'm I'm for that. I'm all for it. I feel like again, his scenes to me are better. And this—I don't know, maybe just because I like those better than this bullshit <laughs> we got with the a plot. But I um, yeah, I thought he—I don't know. I just like their interaction. I like this always dark. I like that mm -hmm. it's kind of it gives me the feeling of Hannibal Lecter and Claire Reese. It gives me mm -hmm. that, but maybe not as extreme or extreme in other ways. But yeah. I do I think that if you if you took like a supercut of their scenes mm -hmm. from episode, I guess two and this one, I think would make for a nice little short film or something. But I did enjoy this scene. I did. 
Well, yeah, like I said, I that actor, I'm always going to sing the praises of. His name is, like I said, Jeffrey Combs, mm-hmm. and he's done a lot of like science fiction, fantasy genre type of stuff, but a lot of Star Trek. Like, okay. He was he was back in I know the Next Generation, Deep Space Nine, Star Trek Enterprise, and I think that's it for now. I don't know if he did Voyager, but I know mm-hmm. he was. And in Deep Space Nine, he um he played this character named Wei Yun. Which was a trip, um, but yeah, he uh, definitely plays in the neurotic, um, sciencey dude mm-hmm. really well, yeah. and it just and it was just a fun part. So um, mm-hmm. dark, but it was fun. Yeah. Um, so after that, we go back to Sean and Isabel again. Sean takes her. This is another like, and that's we forgot to I forgot to mention. Isabel apparently has a list of things that she wants to do. So. Um, so she he takes her how to drive, of course, you know, in typical fashion. I think they were driving along the same street that her parents were driving when <laughs> she was about to be born with those trees. Like, yes. I said, I, it's yes. so funny, they keep coming back and watching all these Canadian shows. You just see all these like locations sometimes, mm-hmm. uh, and you know, them using the same spots. But, um, so on her list, she mentions having sex. Is one thing, and she asked. Um, she, she tells Sean, like, you know, I was going to ask you if we if we can do it because apparently, like, he's her only friend. Yeah. And it just it, once again with <laughs> making his grown woman childlike, it's a weird thing. You know, yeah. it's, a, it's it's another weird weird thing to happen. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, any thoughts on that, or like it was <laughs> terrible? It was terrible. They're sexualizing this woman for no fucking reason. You could have easily made her say, "I want to do drugs," because if the list is centered around coming of age experiences for young teens going into adulthood, I have you can have parties, you can have do drugs, you can have go to prom, you can have for have your first kiss. Why did you jump directly to sex? That makes no sense to me. This is a one-year-old slash 20-year-old. Why is se- why would you go straight to sex? And why would she even be interested in se- Well, no, let me not say that. I'm fine with her being interested in it. But if we're going along this list of things that are in these types of movies, why didn't she say, I want to have a party? I want to pr- have a prom, a sweet 16. I read about X, Y, and Z. Like, this is so weird. This is a weird yeah weird thing because if you know about sex you know about marriage and not to say you have to be married to have sex but it feels like it feels like it would have been smarter to have her say i want to try marijuana yeah like sex bro it was she jumped a couple hurdles to get i mean (laughs) not even hurdles like skyscrapers (laughs) to get to that but um yeah, I mean, of course, and, and to his credit, he's just like, let's, let's get the hell out of here. <laughs> and and I think she, he said something about your father yeah, would, he would, be, you know, would be upset with me, and, you know, so they drive away. Um, excuse me. And he also uh, said, one other thing I want to point out, he said, I, th- I would be taking advantage of you. And she's like, oh, but yeah. I want to. And that, I, I'm very happy that they added that line in there. Mm-hmm. Um, because, again, even though She's technically an adult. She, like it's, it's it's still it's such a weird thing to put on this character, and it's a weird yeah. thing to have this actress do or to desire. Um, when there's so many other things, but I do like the, the him saying, um, 
the I don't want to take advantage of you. And she's like, oh, but I want to. It's like, yeah, that. But there's still a a, a shift in power. There's not a mm-hmm. shift in power. There's a power dynamic here that even though you have meta mutant powers, mm-hmm. I'm still fucking th- 25 years older than you. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's the other thing. I mean, at the end of the day, she still was she was a toddler like five months ago. You know what I mean? Or like however many months ago. I mean, it just is what it is. Yeah. Um, and you'll never get past that. I mean, there are ways that they could have done this if they had made her be smart. No, yeah, no. I mean, if they, I mean, if they wanted to raise the intelligence, but like I said, we're we. I don't know if I'm pronouncing saying this word correctly, but they're infantizing uh, yep. this this woman, and it's um, it's weird. You know, I mean, yeah. it's just. <laughs> this ain't no kink. This is weird yeah. as fuck. Like, it's yeah. just like, and there's no reason for this. There's no reason. Yeah. Why are there not more women interacting with her? Not to say that a man like a single dad could not be a good um, influence and raise mm-hmm. a, a woman right, but at the very least, has this girl had a period? Why are there no women in the 4400 that are close to her, written to be her peer? Right. Even if no, 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 no. I was just going to say the other thing that you got to think about is everybody at that place is treating her. We keep saying this like a god. You Mm -hmm. know, we got Matthew who's grooming her like a cult leader. Yeah. Because and we're going to get we'll get to that scene um, for whatever's about to come. So, um, and the only woman that they would have had, they kicked her off the show and wrote her off. You know, it would have been very interesting to see her interaction with if they could have found a way, like you said. I mean, at this point, it's science magic. Okay, <laughs> I mean, it's just yeah. like science magic yeah. to bring, um, you know, to keep Lily in play, who could teach her about. You know, it would have been nice having moments between, you know, those two to teach her about being a, you know, a young woman. You know, in this case, but uh, because <laughs> we see how Richard acts. Um, yeah. You know, so we'll get to that. Um, so Tom and there before that we actually see Sean and Matthew. Uh, Sean after immediately after taking her on her driving lesson, Matthew gets on the elevator with her, and you know with him and says something like, "Oh, I've seen you. You've been spending a lot of time with her." And Sean is just like, "It's not like that." And I once this is not the last time I write this, but it's like Matthew acts skeevy. Yeah, you know, like he's you know he's suggesting something. Um, between the two of them. So uh, after that, Tom and Diana, uh, Thomas found Boyd um, and he, she winds up telling the fake Marco uh, who is actually Boyd uh, hanging out at Intech, I guess, trying to get information. I don't know. That's the, that's the, that's the one thing that I've kind of, kind of grappled with in this episode is like, how are, how is he getting access to, um, a government building. Like I used to work at Coca Cola, uh, <laughs> you know, uh, while back doing data entry. Yes, yeah, yeah. And they they would they weren't gonna let you in <laughs> at all. Yeah, no. Like they, it wasn't like Fort Knox, but it was like heavily. You know, they had enough security that it shouldn't be better than Intac. Yeah. Um, because I wasn't gonna rush out with the secret recipe right. and throw it at you know Pepsi. But um, <sighs> but he's able to. So you, so they do linger on his face, and he's like evil Marco. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Diana and Tom 
are at a park. Uh, I think Diana tells Tom to meet her. Or Tom tells Diana to meet her him at a park. Mm-hmm. Um because Diana had told fake Marco. So as this Diana is approaching Tom, another Diana pops up, mm-hmm. and then Tom realizes that, you know, the first Diana he saw wasn't real. And then Tom Diana Boyd just starts letting loose with bullets Damn. in the park. If he ain't gonna do nothing else, <laughs> he's gonna shoot. He's oh gonna my shoot his God. Way out. And so they get into a shootout, and then Diana and uh, this is actually one of the funniest parts. They chase him, and they chase him to uh, they they don't see him anymore because now they're at a children's soccer game. Which I was like, okay, that's a nice little fake out. Uh, and then as they're walking, that's when they start kind of talking about Diana's. Like now, I you know really believe you, and but she says I don't really run like that, do I? And then Tom looks at her. I mean, she's like, oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) No, yeah. 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 Um, So they, um, after that, they go to, um, actually, Diane, they come back, and I think Diana's like, no, if we go into NTAC, I'll be able to talk on your behalf and tell them that, you know, what's happening. And then Tom is like, but you're my partner. And so in my mind, I was like, oh, so now you're treating her, you, you're trusting her, <laughs> you're trusting her to help you out. But you, yeah. before you were just jumping out of windows mm-hmm. like you were, like you didn't give a fuck about her opinion yeah, or, or trust her enough. So mm-hmm. after that, uh, <laughs> in between the scene, they show Richard and Isabel. Richard is on, um, he's on, he's on um, not vacation, but um, wherever he is. Yeah, the, the the worst vacation ever. Yes, just um, to bury your wife's ashes. You're right. Oh, no, that's the worst shit. vacation. Oh. It's the worst. But now he's in the hotel talking to Isabel, checking in, and she tells uh, he she tells him about um, Sean helping her out with the swimming, and then with the car, you know, driving a car, and then he mentions um, she mentions the sex, right? She mentions like offering. Um, to have sex with Sean, and then he like then he gets up like whoa whoa whoa, um, and the only thing, so he says you know I'm glad that he something to the effect of like he was glad that Sean didn't accept or you know mm-hmm. that's something that you shouldn't be thinking about, and then she he she asked him asked him about sex or about having sex or something like that, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then he, just, he lost his virginity, right right, and then he um he he's like. I don't want to talk about this over the phone. That's what it mm-hmm. is, over the phone. Mm-hmm. And then, you know, that that's, you know, their little moment. But then after that, and Tom and Diana go to see Boyd's mom. Mm-hmm. And um, she just starts lying, like, from the jump. She's like, he's like, oh, he's on a skiing trip. And, and I'm just like, okay. And, you know, so they have her tell him to meet them somewhere. <laughs> and the next place that you see them is that, they are um they apparently told the mom to have him meet them meet her in an abandoned lot where they shot like, John Wick. It's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like exactly. Why? Like why would the mom meet her son at an abandoned lot? And on top of that, why would she not call him back after you have left? I was like, is she surely in the back seat, right? No. Right. <laughs> oh, it was weird. It was like because I was like, why not? Not another park, but maybe a mall, maybe somewhere they have been. And but this place looks like they they pack drywall. 
Yeah. <laughs> it's just like she, yeah. she, 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 the place where they used to go play with drywall together. Um, and so, and the weird thing is, Antac apparently knows about this cherished drywall <laughs> warehouse <laughs> yeah. where, the, where the mom and boy would hang out and they get yeah. there. So Tom and Diana was like, damn, everybody knows about the drywall packing plant. We got to go. <laughs> Uh, so they drive away. Uh, why did they speed out like that? Like no one. <laughs> oh, I was I was just annoyed the whole time. This was dumb. Driving the same making model as the cars that were coming in from Intact. Um, so uh, they leave, and then it cuts to Tom's house, and Alana's in the house, and uh, once again, crackhead Tom comes to the door, uh, and it's just like, hey, let me in, yo. I mean, and she's and he's like, she's like, what's the code? And then he's like, you know, hot beans and butter or some shit like that. <laughs> and it's just like, it, but it's it's. I think it's a book, their favorite book. Yeah. And and then he, you know, he gives the right code, but because he's acting like a crackhead, yeah, he's he's not even trying to act cool like Tom. He's not trying to act like calm. He just um, she runs away to to get to the phone because you know, kids back in the old days, we had landlines. Yeah. Um, and yeah. she runs it, she's trying to run out. He busts the window open um, and then captures her and calls real Tom and says, you know, I'm, I've written a suicide note. I just need you to come here and put a bullet in your head um, so we can finish this up. And, you know, he basically is kidnapped Alana. Which, and, <laughs> which is <laughs> it's dumb. You have the power to alter perception. Why have you not done that to this man? Why not make him think he's in jail in a volcano, drowning? I was like, "What? You have the Phoenix Force, and you about to let this man with a gun make you sit on the couch in your own home?" I, man, I was done. <laughs> I was done, Alana. You are the most powerful outside of apparently Isabel. Powerful forty four hundred we have. I would say second to maybe her, Isabel, then Maya. What the fuck is going Really? Like, there's no way. If I could take my husband to Hawaii exactly. for five weeks in, in the midst of five minutes, why the fuck would not? So, the thing that gets me, okay, so a couple of things. Um, can she not project those abilities, or does she always have to be touching somebody Even to do that? If it don't matter, and I don't you think could, I don't think grabbed. so. Because <laughs> remember the Tom episode with him being in the museum, like constantly exactly. Going back to that he door? wasn't touching. She wasn't her. touching. They like, weren't touching. So you have the ability to do this, and you spent an entire lifetime with this man. So you know that you can do this for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. And in my mind, I would I would have, and also they've suggested by this point mm -hmm. that she has developed her abilities because she is off the premise. Yes, come on. Yeah, she she's off the inhibitor. So. Um, so she is leveled up. She is like leveled up like Sierra says, Sierra says. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So for them to kind of drop the ball and know in that respect was, is definitely frustrating because in my yeah. mind, they should have just had a scene of him running around the house, clawing at his skin. Yeah. While, <laughs> like if, and, and honestly, this would have made for a great scene for Alana mm -hmm. and yeah. it would have made, what's his name? Bryce. Uh, by Boyd, it would have made him seem more powerful. Like if she puts him in some space mm -hmm. and they have to fight it out for yeah. him to regain control, 
And now it's like, okay, her powers are amplified, but this motherfucker, he, you, he ain't nobody to fuck with. But like, I'm holding a gun at you, like a gun, a gun. No, I'll make him think he's holding a bunny. Like, if, and then the thing is, now with Tom's explanation, they have effectively the same power. His is just centralized on his body versus hers. Is like it's more mind. I mean, yeah. they're, they're both of their things are more mind oriented. It's just they use them in different ways. She's. I mean, I, I always kind of chalked her her abilities up to creating a lifelike, um, like a holodeck in somebody's mm, head. Mm, you know, like where they're head. getting visual cue. They're all of their senses are, you know being um used you know okay. but in his case he can only you know mess with like what you see you know when mm-hmm. it comes to people mm-hmm. and it was one of those things where i think they were trying to be creative with the abilities because otherwise it, it sometimes it's just how superhero comics are mm-hmm. um where everybody seems to have the same damn power like yeah. everybody can shoot energy <laughs> beams like everybody can shoot yeah. energy beams out of their hands everybody can fly everybody mm-hmm. can you know, time travel, it's just like right. you got to find creative ways to do this. So sometimes mm-hmm. limiting the abilities is one way to do that. Um, I say this having, having created a character in Route 3 who can do <laughs> telekinetic blasts. I'm like, fuck it. I, whatever. I drink the Kool-Aid. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Glyph yeah. <laughs> Award winning book. Oh, um, man. Come on. You better say same, that. Same abilities as everybody else. But anyways, but... um. <laughs> Yeah, so, but in this, you know, I I definitely understand it would have given her some agency because mm-hmm. right now uh, they haven't given her much to do. I At mean, all. they she she's had a couple conversations where she's talked to Tom about like this is how it feels with me being a forty four hundred after mm-hmm. you know what the government did to us, and then we had her going to that. Um, yeah, mm-hmm. the the self the you yeah, know the group or whatever. Yeah. And I'm hoping that's something that they carry on into the other episode. Other episodes, I honestly don't remember mm, okay. what that is. But once again, it gives her some agency in a series where you don't have a lot of prominent women Mm-mm. at the lead of this thing. At um, all. One of the things I'm hoping that the new series can rectify, like women of color and just women in general, and also LGBTQ, mm-hmm. you know, representation, plus representation yeah, uh, in the series. Because I think living in the times that we have now, and not saying that folks were dealing with the same issues in around like time that the series was done, yeah. but people are more hyper aware of the mm-hmm. stuff when it comes to popular Absolutely. media. Um, so, but um, after that, we... Um, Another scene with, um, you know, Tom and Diana, after he gets the call that his wife is being held hostage, he basically asks her, um, would you call Jarvis if it was Maya? Mm-hmm. And I was like, yeah, that's the first time we've heard Maya mentioned in this episode. Who? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so after that, it's another weird scene between Matthew and Isabel. He hasn't gone, oh. I, I turn on her this time, but now he's just going gross uh yeah. he it seems as from when he says to her is that he's trying to get sean and isabel together mm-hmm. um like he's manipulating her and you know she does say that if i do what i want to do with sean it's not for the sake of anybody else even yeah. you um it's because i want to mm-hmm. and and but then he mentions like 
you should change your eye color to go along with that dress, which is a green dress. And mm -hmm. uh, she changes it to green. So which now she can change her eye color. So fucking weird. Okay, so Matthew pisses me off because I don't, and, I, and I'm all for the characters knowing stuff that you're not letting the audience know right away. But for him to go to her, do all this creepy grooming shit, and also be like, hey, you and Sean are going to end up on opposite sides of the war eventually, so That's, have fun yeah. while you can. Don't don't get emotions. Involved. What are you talking about? There's not even a prophecy that mentions Isabel. Like, <laughs> all of this shit is new, and you just pulling out your ass, there's going to be a war. And you're like, they. why would that be the case? Why? That sounds like some Black Lightning shit right there. Yes. Um, yes. <laughs> where like, he's just like, wait, uh, when did this shit happen? Uh, yes, <laughs> yes. Like, I get the importance that she is the only person that's aged herself. Yeah. And I also get that she probably is, like, our savior or whatever. But the shit, you're speaking as if this has been confirmed that she is bad bitch number one who could do X, Y, and Z. We don't know that. We don't know that. And, you know, making her change her eye color, like, that was interesting. I would accept that on its own mm -hmm. without all the creepy shit. But, like, mm -hmm. that in combination with all that stuff, I was like, man, what? who the fuck is Matthew in this series? Like, exactly. is he also the savior? The only thing that we've got um, that, uh, in terms of, like, the larger, the, the grand scheme of things yeah. is um, the fact, you know, why they were sent back uh-huh. Well, send back into the past because the world is so messed up in the future that they need these people with these abilities to, you know, sow the seeds that will brighten the future or better right, the right. future. Um, so there's that. And the other only other thing that's kind of tied to that is um, well, no, 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 Kyle. You know, mm -hmm. him being possessed. Mm -hmm. So that's one thing. So mm -hmm. so now you realize that everybody's not on the same same yep. path. Mm -hmm. yep. And then whatever happened to Jordan. Because remember, yeah. Jordan yeah. Collier is still walking around. So it, the, the point being is that everybody's not on the same page. At but all. we have not heard anything about this larger war, at least from what I remember. And once Me? again, the people listening who might be following along, you know, with the series, who might have... <laughs> Yo, uh, might be more up on the episodes because it's been a minute since we've seen it. Maybe they have suggested it, but that seems like a major thing for us to forget about. Mm -hmm. Um, and not remember. So, um, it is what it is. Um, so after that, uh, Richard is at Lily's, her grandmother's grave, and uh, he he take he talks to Lily. You know, says. You know that you two were the most important women in my life. I, you know, wanted you to be together, and then he just dumps her out, <laughs> which is like dig a hole or something. What do you mean? The wind is going to take care of these ashes. I was like, man, what the fuck are you doing, Richard? What are you? That's some shit that Isabel would have done. Would have done. But done. oh my god, um, I was so mad. Yeah, it just didn't. That didn't work for me because like. I uh, so I got my dad's ashes here in my mm -hmm. office, mm -hmm. and you know the plan was, and this was like twenty. He passed in twenty seventeen. Mm. Um, I was going to, and hopefully still will, you know, spread some of his ashes, you know, in New York, and mm -hmm. um, I wanted to get to St. Lucia because that's where he got married to my stepmom. So okay, 
and so New York, Chicago, and St. Lucia, because those are really mm-hmm. like important places. So mm-hmm. even when I do that, <laughs> you go just <laughs> don't do like to, Richard. You know, I ain't about to do like Richard because you know, listen, I'm not doing that to my dad. Oh my it, god! It wasn't like okay, we're not. We're hopefully we're not. Setting the seat of him, just like waving this shit around, just like he might as well shit. Like he was just like dancing and shit. <laughs> Yo, um, for the people you know, to, who can't see me, like I was just like waving my hands, like I just don't care. But um, yeah, no, he was shaking like that woman, uh, Victoria's Secret Karen, who was pointing yes. at. <laughs> yes. Yes, <laughs> that's how he shook the shit. So, yo, no, nah, he um, <laughs> shout out to racism. Oh, um, right, yeah, <laughs> like, oh my god, yo, yeah, we need to laugh with this shit that's going on. So, anyways, um, but yeah, he just it just didn't seem right. And the other thing that's weird about that is like, he is like, well, I had sex with both of y'all too, and I was just like, whoa, <laughs> he didn't say that, but it was just like this vibe. Yeah, yes. he was like, I want your uh, woman to be with the woman that I was with, and I was just like, okay, uh, <laughs> this is And when you mentioned the whole thing, he, so the other thing of with people who don't know how these, you know, and like I said, this isn't like common knowledge, you don't ever want to know this, shit. but when my dad was cremated, and that's what his wishes were, they I hate to put it like this. I hate to sound morbid. They put the different ashes. They put ashes in different bags. If mm. you ask them to put it in different bags, you can. You have the option of giving the ashes to somebody who mm. might want them, or you have the option of saving the ashes, which apparently I have. Or mm. you can because right now, uh, his his the ashes are split between I think three different bags or at least two different bags. Mm-hmm. Richard could have given some of those remains. To her, her daughter, family, her family, oh. the only family that she has now, her her daughter and her and her ex husband. Oh my God, yeah. Richard is. Yeah, so I was thinking, it was, do they even know this woman is dead? Mm-hmm. My yeah. God, yeah. So it was it was weird. So you know that was a weird scene. Um, I mean it was supposed to be emotional, but it was just like, uh, okay, there's a bunch of things. So, yeah. uh, so now we get down to the thriller in Manila. Uh, Tom, fake Tom, and Alana. Um, I'm just gonna roll down, roll through this pretty fast. Boyd gives his reasoning now for joining um, Nova Group. Uh, he says he actually volunteered for this mission, and no, 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 he volunteered for the mission to go and kill TJ. And he said that TJ uh, would have accepted dying because she was a soldier for the cause. Um, I was like, I wish they had waited, like, had given some backstory to this guy, like, not waiting, like, 10 minutes before his ultimate demise. Yes. yes. Um, so not ultimate demise, but, like, downfall. So calls him TJ Kim was a soldier. That's how he justifies the murder. Um, he says something that is really interesting. He's like, in 50 years, the world's going to be messed up, and they, Nova's ideology is to change the world through by ever whatever means necessary, even even if it is by force. So mm-hmm. I was just like, I really wish you had led with this because like yeah. oh the only time like the only other times that we've seen this actor is just walking around with his hands in his pocket looking like mm-hmm. you know the kid who just hung out in the corner in the lunchroom um or just sat by himself, which was mm-hmm. me. So anyways, but <laughs> um world through force and then Alana it's just like, you know, you don't want to do this. And he basically says, like, you're, you know, you sleep with the enemy. So, you know, don't talk shit to me. Mm-hmm. Um, 
And then Alana, rather than using her ability, picks up a vase. Yeah, like there are a million way creative ways that you could have done this, but they were like fisticuffs today, yo. So she she hits him in the face with the vase, runs into the other room because like she hears a sound. And I was like, is that the signal sound for whenever you're kidnapped? Because she knew where to go. She looked like she knew where to go because Tom, because when she looked at Tom, she wasn't surprised, like the real Tom, she wasn't surprised. (laughs) She just, it seemed like she, they had a plan, so whatever. Mm -hmm. So fake Tom runs after Alana, and then real Tom and fake Tom get into a fight. There were several times during this fight that I saw the stuntman's face um, because they're using doubles. Um, And then it turns into a situation where, um, Alana is holding a gun on on the two of them, and they're both trying to convince her that they are the real Tom. Mm-hmm. And what was the final thing that Tom? Oh no, that's what it was. So she looked at Tom's face, the fake Tom and the real Tom. When she looks at fake Tom, she sees the trickle of blood that's starting from where she hit him mm-hmm. with the vase. And then she she okay for because at home we can't see this. But like she turned her gun like this t- stereotypical yes. like gang member. Yes. Like why did she turn her gun like that? I don't know. The spirit of <laughs> niggerdom came over her, but that was weird as fuck. Was, I, yeah, she like turned her gun. She's like get down, and then that's how they arrest her. But arrest him and Boyd. At that point, he turns into. And the sad thing is, boy, been wearing the same clothes for like three days. Oh my god! Yes, I'm like, I know your magic clothes, nigga. Like, what is this? Do I don't even know what this man's hair look like? This beanie? <laughs> is he wearing like, a is beanie? he bald? Yeah, fuck, fuck him. Um, yeah, so he's wearing that. And um, what was the, the other thing I noticed before? This is the last thing I got for the scene. When they would show shots of her looking at the real Tom on the right, because the fake Tom was on the left, mm-hmm. um, they would show the side of the fake Tom's head, and he was turning, his head was turned away, like, even though we only saw the side of his head, it wasn't like it was facing mm-hmm. towards her. It mm-hmm. was like turning to the side as if he was admiring the house decoration, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. which is weird. So, But what were your thoughts about that? the fight? It was awesome. <laughs> Stupid. Why in the <laughs> fuck? Again, I go back to this. We live in a world where people can do tons of shit. Why do why you why don't you and your wife have a secret code that only you would know? Yeah. Only you would know. There should be like three different codes that you have. Like you say alligator panties, and we know <laughs> that's you're the real one. Something. Yeah. That is the first thing. Like, how are you an intact agent and not preparing? even in your own home, for yeah. the worst. We know that these people have fucking uh, mind-controlled your son. We know Gary Navarro is out there doing whatever, whoever the fuck, what, and why. This sh- It should never got to this. That little noise that he heard that had him running away to have you bust some ass. And I, that All that shit was weird. Like, yeah. every decision was weird. And also the fact that me as Tom, knowing this nigga looks like me, I would have ripped my shirt up or something. So I'm like, this is me, wife. Look at me. Let me rip my collar, throw off my hat, and fuck up my hair. So if you see him trying to do this shit, clearly, I I feel like, and I know in high-energy situations, even though this is fictional, you you don't always have the same train of thought. But there's no way you're a trained, intact field agent, and none of this shit crosses your mind. But you know his optical... 
vibrations have <laughs> manifested and like ah uh. yeah mm-hmm. um and the fact that she once again didn't use her abilities uh, Bruh, was, was... like you could have oh my god but all in all i do think the fight for what it was was a good fight yeah i think they yeah. did the lighting pretty good i think they mm-hmm. casted a good stunt actor who had yeah. about the same build as tom so honestly i do think the fight for for its time and you know where we are as far as um mm-hmm. pr- um um budget and whatnot i do think they did a good job but yeah. boyd he should have been a bigger character and then also let me say this if we were going to eventually realize that Tom was this was the fake Tom, we should have never saw him pull the trigger. We should have just saw her dead, so you could flash back and have Boyd as himself say some shit like "by any means necessary," and she's like, "Okay, by any means necessary." Like she knows, okay, mm-hmm. I'm a soldier. Let him shoot. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm, something about that felt like they could have handled yeah. that portion better. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just, it was one of those things where, I mean, I agree with you. I just, it, my f- whole thing with him is that I didn't give a fuck about what he was doing at all, at until all. like he had the conversation with her mm-hmm. and, and I don't know if there are ways that they could have suggested that because I'm telling you, man, as soon as they showed him, you realize like what the deal is. Yeah. Um, so it's not like they couldn't have given him a moment to, have this diatribe, I guess, if that's what you want to look at. But yeah, I mean, like mm-hmm. when I heard this conversation, I was like, oh, okay, makes sense. But you mm-hmm. were about to get arrested or killed. Yeah, you know. So it's just like we're we're giving you some type of character definition. We um, did like, like, right before right before the end. His know, mom so. could have added to because I, I feel like we, we get, yeah yeah like we get forty four hundreds and he'll say Jim Smith disappeared thirty years ago and then he's like in a garden he's like yeah mm-hmm. I used to be a killer but I got a second chance so now I'm a gardener like we usually get something like that yeah I mean well and then the other thing was his mom could have said you know broken down and said something like you know he's been radicalized he's been something there we go and and we're like halfway through the episode at that point i mean they could have you know gone to his room mm-hmm. checked some writings I or whatever they were going to go there like how do you Woo! <laughs> <I'm getting mad. laughs> i really was... thought that was the next step was to go yeah. into his room and look around yeah now he's right. um i i can't even say he's a throwaway character because you know now that they use cj kim for what she did with mm-hmm. the season premiere, they may bring him back. So, you know, I think that the one thing I do like about the show is they don't, well, in the first season, they yeah. were, in the first season, they were killing the fuck out of 4400. Ah, yo, <laughs> I was yes. going to say they don't kill no 4400, but now when that lady was like, um, the plague, the bringing the plagues or whatever, yes. Diana <laughs> went uh, Rambo on her ass. <laughs> so, yeah, yo. so no, they, they're not above. Yeah, blowing, <laughs> killing these people. Yeah, but um, but they kept him alive, so we'll see if yeah. he's still wearing the same damn beanie. I'm not jail. gonna finish. I'm, if if we, yeah, if they get to the episode and he wearing them same clothes, <laughs> I'm done. I'm done with the show. Um, Shit. So um, after that, Richard come, you know, he comes back to the 4400 Center, talks to Sean, and, and it basically says, "Thank you for watching, Isabel. Um, I'm a father. It's my job." And he. He says something to the effect of like, you know, he lays things out for Sean um, to just stay a friend, you know, yeah. not to do anything else. That's mm-hmm. about it. Mm-hmm. Um, Sean gets scared of black people immediately. Burke off and Diana um, 
are just he's he's still she's still helping him with the doses. It's like at the end of the episode, that's when they start playing this like Dawson's Creek esque music. Yes, and um, <laughs> doing the montage because the music that Dawson's Creek music hit a high note with the next scene. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sean goes into his apartment slash office. Oh. Isabel is sitting in the dress, and um, I don't know what she says, but then she starts leaning close, and they start you know, kissing or whatever. And the only thing I could say was like the two things, Sean, you wrong for this. Mm-hmm. And that in Dawson's Creek music hits a high note. Yeah. And then that's how the episode ends. Yeah. So. It's, it's, she says a, a first kiss and she's trying to get it off her, her yeah. bucket. Like, why didn't we start there? Like yeah. we could have just had the first kiss conversation in the car. He could be like, well, you're my friend, but we could have the same exact conversation. I don't think your dad would be happy about that. Well, it didn't have to be sex. It could have just been a kiss. And like, yeah. and then have her get this first kiss at the end. I still am like, uh, but then I'm like, okay, well, she got the kiss. That's it. They imply that these niggas is fucking. Yeah. The way it's set up, like his bed is right there in the shop between them. Yeah. They, uh, I mean, I think so. Yeah. I mean, my thing is like, so you've read up on the act of sex, but you haven't read up on the act of swimming. Yeah, why? Why um, would she? Why would? I mean, she? I guess the sex is kind of seen as swimming. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> they going swimming in the sheets. Yeah. Well, um, that's the worst. <laughs> Yo, this was terrible, man. I hated this. I yeah, don't like. No, it was. This wasn't written well. Those, those, this, this script were was just as bad as those jokes that I just told. Um. <laughs> It um, it just like I said, it's still. This is just a really middle of the road episode. But like when mm-hmm. you break it down, mm-hmm. uh, I'm sorry. Let we doing like final thoughts. <laughs> this is just yeah. final thoughts. Come on. Um, it just didn't work. You know, I nope. mean, I, I think like sometimes we can talk out episode, and I'll be like, okay, that wasn't so bad, or like, oh mm-hmm. shit, this is worse. Mm-hmm. But this is still just like so many missed opportunities because I hadn't yep. even considered in depth like. Alana, you know, having her part uh, with um, with her abilities and like and you remember when she was first, like you said, she was first introduced. She projected those images or that life. Yes. Um, Yes. And even though like her abilities were kind of on the fritz Mm -hmm. at that point, she wasn't in direct contact. So at a point now, she, she should be at a point now where. She could do that. So there were missed opportunities. There were, you know, plot holes, mm-hmm. uh, weird decisions made, and See, yeah. And where I mean, where were your final thoughts about it? I feel the same. I'm I'm really giving this show a lot of leeway because I think this show runs into the issue that I mean, you get just by even like with X Men. I don't think people are okay. I think that they put on a show. The show is good. Put on a comic. The comic is good. People like it, and you create these characters. But I don't think people take into consideration with something that is relatively newer, which is with continuity and how that affects a show versus a sitcom where you can mm-hmm. have, you know, Ross and Rachel stuck in the elevator for the whole episode. And that that's nothing. But for a show like this, you have to really take stock of all your characters, where they are, what are they able to do? So mm-hmm. you can explain the way TK's power is not working. So it had to have been Tom, but you then have Alana who is, Omega level, not mm. doing a goddamn thing. You know what I'm saying? Like it's yeah. so I'm um I have these feelings, but I also understand this is a show from the early 2000s. It's not, mm. 
it's not where we are now. So though I'm talking shit, I also am managing my expectations as a fan because I understand what we're looking at. Mm-hmm. Um, I still think they dropped the ball a few places. And all in all, it was a it was an okay episode. I think it's substantial because TK was murdered. But outside of that, like, is all of this shit going to be undone? Are we going to reference this again? Or maybe will boy pop up? I'm just, I'm yeah. trying to work through it in this show versus a, like X-Men comic where the next creative team could say, well, fuck it. I don't want Wolverine in my book. or I don't want Jubilee. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, with this, they do take care with at least in name keeping mm-hmm. these characters alive. So, so. Yeah, yeah. There, I mean, there are certain elements which, I mean, even though it was a filler episode, I do. Okay, so my example is Star Trek: The Next Generation. They would have filler episodes, or maybe any of the Star Trek shows before Discovery, because Discovery is more serialized, Mm -hmm. and that's where um, every episode, everything is connected. Like you have to watch the preceding episode to Mm. know what's going to happen. Back in the day, Star Trek was. You would have these. You would definitely have like two or three episode arcs, mm-hmm. you know. But all of the other episodes were episodic, and they stood alone. Yeah. Um, so this is has elements. It's weird of being a standalone filler episode, mm-hmm. more episodic. But then you have the serialized, serialized nature mm-hmm. where you have the Burkoff thing that's going. Yeah. Yeah. And then you have. I'm pretty sure Boyd is coming back. You know, so those yeah. are like two elements because, like, when you, if you don't kill these people, um, I think there's a good chance that they're coming back. So you have, yeah. and then also Matthew being kind of weird mm-hmm. with you know that and his agenda, and then what we you know how everything ended, you know, with Sean and Isabel. Mm-hmm. So there are parts of this that you know were like I said standalone, but things that are going to go forward. But to me, it's not enough where I care you know, about, yeah, yeah. you know, for what's to come in the future. Like what happened in the first few episodes of the season were what got me to um, care about yep. what's coming along. So we're going to have episodes like this. Some filler episodes are better than others. I mean, mm-hmm. um, you know, we, we, so we, one of my favorite ones were, was uh, the one, the guy with the ability to, um, uh, you know, his, you know, pick up on movements and actions, you know, he, he was trying mm. to save the neighborhood, you know, that, 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 mm-hmm. that was mm-hmm. from the first season. So, you know, we're, we're, we'll just have these episodes and just get through them. You know, that's... Yeah, I mean, because honestly, and, you know, we might not agree, but the episode where Tom even met Elena, I'd say was filler because it really just served the purpose to establish them as being married, sure, but like, mm-hmm. outside of that, like that was the int- and it, but it they did it well. I'm not knocking yeah. that episode. That's actually probably my favorite of the whole series. But like, mm-hmm. what came from that is that y'all are married, and now us as the audience view you as married and accept that you're married. Like I, but mm-hmm. well, I mean, I couldn't. Um, so I was about to tell you to get off this podcast because oh! uh, that's the best episode <laughs> ever. No, 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 <laughs> no kidding. Oh no, no, no. It is. That's my favorite. That's actually my favorite episode mm-hmm. of. The entire series. They did um, that. They yeah, did and that. it was, but like you said, it was is definitely a filler to introduce a character. Yeah, you know, and yeah. her and her new ability. So yeah, so but it worked, definitely, it 
Yeah, yeah, but I, I can, I can agree with that. So, like I said, we're going to have excellent filler episodes, mm-hmm. and and the same thing with Star Trek. I mean, they one of um, there's some really good ones, like mm-hmm. just standalone, you know, mm-hmm. that you know don't really have any effect on what's to come. Yeah, maybe some character development, but there's it's just really good stuff. I mean, there's um, God, there's one to this day for Star Trek: The Next Generation. I cannot remember the name of it, but. It involves a uh, Picard living. It's it's like the filler episode that we just talked about. He lives mm. an entire episode, mm-hmm. uh, entire lifetime, because he is um, something happens to him, and I don't want to. But yeah. when he comes out of that, it <coughs> it just kind of it messes with him because he he remembers this this whole race of people his mm-hmm. life spent mm-hmm. you know for like years, like much yeah. longer than. Alana and Tom. Yeah. And, but people, but it's, it's a standalone episode. And, Mm -hmm. but people remember that to this day, like Star Trek fans as being one of the best episodes of Star Trek or Star Trek, the next generation, Mm -hmm. um, you know, to this, you know, to this very day, Actually, I'm doing a search so I can. Yeah. And I'll put it in the show notes, but no, no, it's the inner light, the inner light. Yeah. Star Trek, the next generation, the inner light. Okay, next generation. Okay, yeah. cool. I'll put that in the show notes because yeah, that is that sounds interesting. And and you mm-hmm. know, honestly, I I think I just we we maybe are wired to enjoy that because I know there is something in the Marvel universe. Uh, speaking about comics, there's like mm-hmm. a snow globe that I want to say Storm and Wolverine spent a few lifetimes, like a few decades in. Mm-hmm. In one run, and then they came out, and it was like the next day or the next month. But there's like a we're a, a spe- and even in the Savage Land, hell, time moves much slower. So yeah. yeah, something about that concept really speaks to me, and I'm sure like countless others. But I love that. I love that. Yeah, love that. Yeah. Um. So what was it? Um. Who is your favorite character? <laughs> Fuck nobody, goddammit. Um <laughs> I don't let's see, not Tom, not Elena, not Diana. Uh honestly probably Boyd. He was the only one who fucking did some <laughs> shit, even though he was a part a great marksman, so I'm gonna have to go with Boyd. <laughs> I'm going with Boyd. I'm sorry. He I don't like him, but Boyd Doug funny, he did what he needed to do. Got you. Right. Um, it, it's weird for me because it's well, probably Doctor Burkoff. Oh shit! Yeah, yeah. yeah. okay. Yeah, Doctor Burkoff. Yeah, yeah. No, but no, you can. Boyd is good because like he did have the marksmanship. Yeah. This <laughs> Kyle uh, could never. Kyle could yeah. never. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, and then who is your least favorite uh, character? Everybody else, Isabel. Oh my god! Mm. But no, but no, yeah, Isabel. Isabel, I think for me, um. <laughs> I was gonna say the writers, but I can't do that. Um, <laughs> I just wasn't too big of a fan with this. Um, character-wise, maybe. Oh fuck it, I'm just gonna double up. I'd say Isabel. I just yeah. I don't like how they're yeah they're doing her yeah um, they're really fucking up they're fucking up yeah but um, up. yeah that uh, and what was the favorite moments worst yeah moment? what's your, what's your, yeah what's your favorite scene favorite moment. moment? Favorite scene, 
was when Diana asked if that's how I really run. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and how about you? Um, <clears throat> let me see. <sighs> Favorite. Uh, probably, honestly, probably killing TK. No, I don't want to do that. I don't do that. Wow. I don't do it. it. But it was so like weird. Um, favorite moment. Uh, I don't know. Richard was such a fucking non-factor in this episode. Man, I, fuck this episode. Um. <laughs> mm, Cause also, why the fuck did them kids start running when they heard them gunshots and they're playing mean, fucking soccer? You know that was a large part. Gunshot okay. sounds. Gunshots don't. Yeah, that. Why did they scatter? <laughs> <laughs> why the fuck did they scatter? I, uh, I mean, the gunshots were like right behind a bush. I mean, because it seemed like they had to run through some bushes or trees to get over to the soccer game. Yeah, yeah. That's, Maybe they um, don't know what gunshots are in that part of Oh yeah, that not that part of Seattle. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go with the Boyd and Tom fight, honestly. Cause again, I do think that um for the time period, for the budget, for yeah. you know, I think they did everything right. Mm-hmm. Um and though it was a bit clunky at times, I do like like how they did the split screen to have two times. So mm-hmm. I do I would I'll say that's my favorite because I did enjoy that. I did. Um I for me it's um I'm gonna give Boyd a little bit of shine because even though I felt that his his reasoning or rationale speech mm-hmm. came too late, mm-hmm. I, I did understand it, you yeah. know. And then and then that scene that was the actor who plays Tom playing Boyd, you know, with the yeah. nervous ticks, you know, with mm-hmm. kind of the slacker disposition. Yeah. But he, you could tell that he had kind of drunk the kool-aid yeah and it didn't seem too far-fetched i mean i'm just being honest with you like when he, mm-hmm. he was just like we've messed this world up so mm-hmm. you know you come back with abilities and this insane power complex of like i have to be the one to write this and you know normally when they're giving that no not nova core the nova group is mm-hmm. that what it's called the mm-hmm. nova group yeah. diatribe i don't <laughs> really disagree with it too much yeah which is it's like if i hear magneto talking some shit i'm like okay yeah, yeah. No, I mean, don't kill, don't kill a whole submarine full of people, but you know that that's cool. Yeah. But, um, so that's 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 for me, and um, yeah. So that that's I think that's my favorite moment. Yeah. But yeah, overall, it was okay episode, and hopefully it'll things will pick up next week. Yeah, so. yeah, I'm hoping so. And and, and honestly, it was it was fun. It really mm-hmm. was fun to watch. Um, even if it's to yell at the screen, because I did that, I did that a lot. <laughs> um, it was fun to watch, and with this being a show that's already done, and yeah. I don't know what's next, it is actually exciting, even though it was a filler episode. Because mm-hmm. I never know, you know, if we're if I'm getting a filler, because I've never watched this, so right. it was um it was interesting. I had a good time. I had a good time watching it. That's what's up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, we we made it, man. <laughs> <laughs> we made it. We made it. Oh man, so I don't know any final thoughts or you know anything. No, just uh, you know, um just you know, just keep coming back. So hopefully prep people for whenever the reboot comes out. But I always say like if you can, just you know, pair them up. You know, it's this mm-hmm. this is on Netflix, go back and watch it, and when the new mm-hmm. one starts, just start watching that. But I do mm-hmm. think it's a franchise that deserves to grow because I will say, you know, the cliffhanger of season four. It was very frustrating. Mm. Um, the show, like I, the show hadn't to me run its course. I mean, I think one other season 
probably could have wrapped up okay. um, things in a way that would have been pretty interesting to watch. I mean, mm-hmm. like I said, we get the two books that come afterwards. Yeah. And and it's good, you know, it's good to kind of get a sense of finality, but a book and a TV show are two different things. Right, right, right. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. But um, you know, it's you know, that's I'm ready to keep it moving and yeah, uh, and then talk about the new show when that comes out. Yeah, for sure, for sure. I'm 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 definitely down. Whoo, man. Well, listeners, um, let us know what y'all think. You know, who was your favorite? Who was your least favorite? What was your favorite moment? Use the hashtag AL4400. The hashtag is in the show notes. Uh, search the hashtag on Twitter and, you know, get into the conversation. Please let these people know where they can find you and support you and follow you and all that. Yeah. You can find me on my website, Robert K. Jeffrey. That's Robert K. J-E-F-F-R-E-Y.com. Uh, Instagram, um, I am Robert K. Jeffrey, Robert K. Jeffrey, and the for Black Sci-Fi, that's a page I write for and edit for. Uh, Black Sci-Fi.com, Black Sci-Fi.com should get you there. And uh, mm-hmm. we talk about shows like the 4400, you know, comic books and all this good stuff and black folks and speculative fiction. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And those links, of course, will be in the show notes. So check them out. It's one click away. And of course, me, Rain Coleman, the Carefree Blurred, Carefree Black Nerd, uh, Twitter, Carefree Blurred. That's the most immediate way to get in touch with me. All other social media, Carefree Black Nerd, and email carefreeblacknerd at gmail.com if you got a little bit more to say. And until next time, y'all, stay carefree, stay nerdy, stay geeky, and stay. Radicalize shit. <laughs> shit. Stay impersonating people. Stay scamming, yeah. y'all. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. All right.